He's kind of like the Joe Rogan of the hospitality industry right now. I mean, our whole business plan and model is based around creating experiences. In fact, our slogan is don't stay experienced. Mm. So um, we are all about creating a all-inclusive memory building experience that guests will get to take with them. So of course, it's the design of the house, but we also shoot for really quick, great customer service and responses like, uh, we do a lot of interactive things on our Instagram and social media, like across the board from start to finish. We want all of our guests to feel like they are well taken care of and having a luxurious, fun experience whenever they are encounter Loma Homes. Welcome to Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast where we discuss all things hospitality, hotels, and business. You can find us online at slicktalkthepodcast.com and on every podcast listening platform. Hey everybody, thank you so, so much for tuning back into this week's episode of the podcast. There's a lot coming out. There's so much happening in the world of hospitality. So I just want to say thank you guys for tuning in and just being supporters of the show. If you could like, subscribe, leave a review on any platform that you listen to, um, please also check out the social media pages on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, you name it. Find the podcast. I'll link it in the show notes as well. Show some love and support. Share your favorite episode. Let me know if you have anything specific you want to hear or a guest that you think should be on the show as well. I definitely encourage all recommendations. And then, of course, check out the Slick Talk community blog. There's a lot of cool industry pros that are posting awesome articles. And then, of course, you can see more coming out on the show uh, on the website, slicktalkthepodcast.com. You'll find out a lot more about a couple of upcoming speaking engagements that I have um, regarding the Book Direct show, as well as some exciting other things. So go ahead and stay tuned. Back to the episode. He's kind of like the Joe Rogan of the hospitality industry right now. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast. Again, I'm your host, Will Slickers. And today I have a pretty unique uh, opportunity to have Brindy from uh, Loma Homes out in Destin, Florida. And for a lot of people that have been following the journey of the podcast and our constant listeners would have known that um, a few months ago, pre-COVID-19, I was in Florida on a little vacation, but then I also had the opportunity to interview Erica Mueller from Frolio, excuse me, and uh, we actually filmed and recorded the podcast on site at one of the Loma Homes property, which a lot of people probably know. Um, and it's the Star Wars house. It's very popular. I've seen it all the way from Washington prior to the podcast. And, and so I've known of it. And so to be able to be there and do an episode was pretty unique. Um, but today I'm actually getting to interview Brindy, who is also one of the owners of Loma Homes and uh, runs the 12 par six house. So I'm very excited. Welcome to the show, Brindy. How are you doing today? Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm doing great. So who are you? What's your background? Um, how did you come about to getting to you know, the journey that you're on today? Yeah, so um, interestingly enough, I started in corporate America and I um, began my career in healthcare management and project management with software and hospitals. So I love my job. It was a lot of fun. Um, I am passionate about like the healthcare industry and whatnot as well. But I had to travel 50% of the time, and it was a pretty grueling work schedule, whether I was in town or out of town. 
So I always knew that once I had a family and, oops, sorry, once I had a family and everything, I would wa want to have more flexibility of lifestyle. So um, it happened to be that my husband and I decided to uh, buy our first house. We didn't have kids yet. So we thought, why not buy a duplex? We live in one side, run out the other, like get, get a live there for free. Mm -hmm. And that just kind of started the whole snowball. So it started with a duplex and we thought we could do some more rental properties. So we did more long-term rentals with typical uh, renters. Then um, once we had our children, I quit my other job and started uh, managing the rental properties and also flipping houses. And then from there, it kind of turned into Airbnbs and what is now extreme vacation rentals mm -hmm. uh, with Loma Homes. So um, it wasn't part of the plan. It kind of just naturally one step at a time brought us here. But we love traveling. We love real estate. And this is really a good merge of both of those passions of ours. And it's been really fun to get into the vacation rental side of things. I agree. And I love that you guys call them extreme, you know, rental homes. And I think it's a, a nice way to uh, segue into what is now uh, what you guys call the 12 parsecs house um, or the Star Wars house. Um, what was the inspiration from that? And how did you guys... Um, what I guess I want to know the aha moment where like, yeah, we should create this house, but completely Star Wars themed because um, I've been in it and the attention to detail um, was awesome. And my brother-in-law, who is a Star Wars geek, um, was just fanning out like he was just like, holy cow, this is so cool. Um, and so, of course, it being you know, like 20 minutes from Orlando um, and uh, Disney World there and, you know, they have the Galaxy's Edge and all that stuff. I really want to know what was the inspiring moment to get that going. And um, I also want to hear a little bit about the journey of transforming that property into that extreme uh, B&B. Yeah, um, thanks. I am our design and construction manager. So the fact that you love it and the details are all great is a, an ultimate compliment. Um, I love hearing that I did something right on the house. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, funny enough, there's another property before um, 12 Parsecs. That's where our journey started. Um, so I'm going to take a step back further. Um, my, Loma Homes is comprised of three partners. My husband, Kyle, who does acquisitions and marketing. Mm -hmm. And then me, Brindy, who does the construction and uh, designs. And then we've got Jeff, who um, does our long-term guest management and customer experience and all of that stuff. So... Um, Funny enough, we had just moved to Utah. Kyle had quit his full-time job. So we were now doing real, full-time real estate and we could live anywhere we wanted because yeah. we had properties across seven different states. Oh, so wow. it didn't really matter. Okay. Um, so Kyle's family's from Utah. We moved here and we were deciding where to live. So we rented Jeff's basement. So he was our landlord, ironically. He lived above us and he knew what we did because we flipped houses remotely. We traveled a lot while we were flipping, brought our kids along. Um, kind of a crazy lifestyle, but uh, he approached us and said he wanted to do vacation rentals. And he did all this research because he's a very data-driven guy. Yeah. Um, and he did this research and found that the best return on investments at that time was in Joshua Tree, California. And he says, I want to do an Airbnb there, but I have never really done anything with vacation rentals or real estate or flipping houses or anything. So will you guys build one for me? We at the time had never heard of Joshua Tree, which ironically now is, seems naive. We had never heard of it and we're like, sure. I don't know where it is, but within two weeks we drove out there. We went and just started exploring the market and made it happen. And what we thought was just gonna be a normal house flip to turn into this extreme vacation rental because we got to know the culture of Joshua Tree and uh, 
it's just this fun bohemian like music festival vibe and uh we wanted to play up on that so the more we got to know people the more like we need to like get local artists out here and we need to have like a larger space so we bought a dome house that was on a few acres then we added some trailers and uh painted them and then added like these hammocks and pool and fire pit and it was like this hippie wonderland which was awesome (laughs) so that went really well and then we're like we want to do another one so we did more research on different markets and came across orlando and so once again, it was once a bad time, we decided we want Orlando. We did a lot of research on what types of properties are most profitable in Orlando. And it came to be that, of course, anything within like 15 or 20 minutes of Disney mm-hmm. does well. And the larger the property, the better. And if you have a theme or something that stands out, then you kill it. Yes. So we ended up just brainstorming theme ideas. And it was really good timing for doing a Star Wars themed house because Galaxy's Edge, the theme park, was open at the same time. So Disney is doing all this marketing for Star Wars fans. And so we're like, you know, this would be a really fun house. There's a dedicated fan base. It's a a cool storyline. That's how it came to be. It wasn't necessarily that, as much as I hate to say it, Jeff is a Star Wars fan and I'd watch the movies, whatever, but it wasn't like we grew up dreaming about making a house about Star Wars. Yeah. It was that it was a good opportunity at the right time. Yeah. So a group of right, the right people making the right decision at the right time uh, sounds like a pretty pretty, I don't know, I, I feel like those opportunities happen, um, but not often. So I think it's cool that you guys were able to recognize that. Um, but I, it's kind of on the same question, but a little off. Um, with other vacation rentals surrounding that property itself, um, what have you guys seen be the difference in occupancy and revenue based off of like a basic, just a comfortable, cozy house versus your extreme bnb where it's totally themed out all the nerds whether they're star wars nerds or not um like i know for sure there's people in my family or friend group that are not star wars fans so to say they're not like geeks but if they had the opportunity to stay there versus a basic house they would stay there because the experience and the overall just um uniqueness of it i think is is you have the ability to go home and be like yeah we stayed at the star wars house no big deal um you guys suck. We are, we're cool uh, type, you know, type uh, bragging rights. So <laughs> what have you guys seen uh, like, you know, occupancy and revenue wise from the extreme to the you know, overall base yeah. comfort? So overall um, we see about double the revenue of our neighbors, which have the same similar houses that are just normal. Um, the occupancy rates can be pretty solid because there's just so much tourism in Orlando. The main thing for us is raising our nightly rates. Mm. So that's where we get our biggest profit is that because we have um, a higher quality, more unique experience, we can charge more each night. Um, so we get about double the other revenue once it gets up and going. The first few months, of course, are you know getting the word out there and gaining the popularity. But uh, our goal on all the extreme vacation rentals is about double. That being said, the cost to build them is also significantly more. So there is some correlation to that. Yeah, I was just going to say, I'm, I'm pretty sure you're also putting a lot more into the investment in the initial beginning, especially after, you know, it takes a while for, for um, bookings to come in. And, you know, like you said, the word to be spread and all that good stuff. Um, with, with that uh, kind of leading into your newest project, your newest launch. I also, so you said two in the beginning, you've been getting two houses launched. And I looked at the website um, last night and I, I saw the beach house and I didn't know that was new, new, but I was so focused on wizard's way. I'm now 
curious to hear <laughs> with the much success of the Star Wars house, let's talk about Wizard's Way. And of course, now this other property with it being a success and, you know, seeing the occupancy and able to charge, you know, almost double the amount than most competition out there. Um, what made you go with Wizards? Uh, let's, let's start with that one. Let's, let's go with Harry Potter theme. Um, and then also, I'm curious to know, because Wizards Way is in the same neighborhood, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yeah, it's about like five houses away from our Star Wars themed house, 12 parsecs. Perfect. So you can rent both of them at the same time, which is really awesome, awesome too. Well, I was going to say, let's talk about like the mindset and the thinking behind that strategy, because um, I want to I want to see if maybe were there other opportunities to create this house, but not in, in Destin, but maybe somewhere else. Or is this kind of like when you guys thought of this idea, you're like, we got we to do it close by. Yeah, so um, we knew that obviously we want to stick in the Orlando area because they have um, Disney World and Universal Studios. Um, and we looked at different neighborhoods and the main thing came down to that we had already had guests asking when they were booking 12 parsecs if we had another property because they had more than 30 guests. So 12 okay. parsecs does sleep up to 30. But um, that being said, you'll want some of those ki people to be kids because mm -hmm. of the fact that it's um, a lot, there's like bunk beds and stuff getting to mm -hmm. 30. So if you have a really large group, you kind of need two houses. Um, so it made a lot of sense to stay in the same neighborhood and be able to offer um, nesting bookings. So you can book them separately, you can book them together. If you book together, now you have a 17 bedroom house, which provides a lot of opportunities um, for guests. And then also just that we can now have an additional listing on Airbnb and our website and VRBO or whatever for people who are looking for larger groups. Um, so that was the main thing. And then the other one is that just like efficiency wise, we already we bought the exact same floor plan. It's just a mirror image. Okay. So we already were familiar with like the all the little details and construction made it a lot more simple because uh, we've had to deal with it once before. And when you're building these custom items and murals, there's a lot that goes into it. Yeah. Um, so it made it a little bit easier just using the same house. That makes total sense. So now now hearing it, it's like, oh, okay, that's cool. Um, so now just kind of off off the whole you know rail of questions uh that we can go into do you have any fun or cool stories um from your guests or just the overall experience of getting um these houses up and running and then of course let's dive in after that to the beach property that i did not fully know about until now <laughs> that's okay let's be honest wizard's way and stuff is uh the most exciting beach houses are awesome and they're practical but uh the really extreme vacation rentals are honestly part of our strategy is that that is marketing to, to help get all of our properties doing well, but uh, they're also a lot of fun to build. Yeah. So um, with Wizards Way, I think across the board, something interesting in the background that people don't know is we're from Utah. Our construction crew actually specializes in haunted houses and in like theme parks and very okay. specialty construction you can't just call up like your general contractor and say hey can you build me a spaceship or can you build a train that has fog machine and also fit the bed inside of it yeah like, it's a whole different world out there so the first step in the, when we were making a star wars house was finding someone who could build what these like crazy ideas i had in my head and uh, that just took a lot of googling and interviewing and we talked to probably 20 companies across the u.s and then got proposals from about 10 of them Mm -hmm. And then narrowed it down to one company that's based out of South Carolina, Carolina called Little Spider Creations. 
And uh, that's who we worked with on the Star Wars themed house, 12 parsecs. And then we also had them again work with the uh, Harry Potter house, Wizard's Way. And they, so they come in from um, South Carolina. They're around Myrtle Beach area. Okay. And they build most of it inside of a warehouse. And then they bring it and kind of assemble it in the house. So just that process and behind the scenes is really cool, which you can kind of see some of that behind the scenes on our Facebook or Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, but I, one of the best parts of the process is just like seeing this come to life. And uh, we come, my husband and I and our two kids who are five and two go with us. And uh, for a month we're on site while they're doing all the mural work, while they're doing all the building and we're doing the staging. So we do all the furniture and the decorations and all the normal stuff. Um, but it's actually really funny to just see like my kids and their reactions to it. They're kind of like, we get a test market yeah. right on site during the whole phase. <laughs> like, Oh, well that's not very child proof. We better fix that. Or <laughs> this one is actually a really good one that the kids love. They press the button over and over, make the train horn go. Um, I, it's kind of notorious that I'm a little bit picky with my contractors and probably with everything else in my life, my husband would say, <laughs> um, but the attention to detail, like in order to achieve the extreme vacation rental and the guest experience we want so you have to have a high attention to detail like everything has to be right you want to have things very accurate to the movie series and um just we want very high quality so it's kind of notorious that um even sometimes the contractors like hold their breath and i walk in because there's something i want fixed or something better um and then on top of that i've got my five-year-old checking in every couple hours is the train done is the train done do you have the whistle up do you have the fog machine up so it's kind of funny just uh the dynamics of not only having to have me manage, but also having my five-year-old as my little assistant. Um, but it's a really fun experience just seeing it all come to life. No, that's super cool. So, um, and then interestingly, one yeah. other funny story actually is that when we got back from the Star Wars house, we walked through the doors like 10.30 at night, just got back from our flight. And my two-year-old just asked, like, where are you? Where are we? And we said, we're back home. And he started bawling. He said, no, I want to live at the Star Wars house. I don't want to be here. We're like, he thought, we thought he'd be excited to come home after a month. But no, like, he thought he was living in that house. <laughs> so, and that's, that's the experience we want to provide for our guests, too, that yeah. their kids and even the adults uh, just love it. And it's like a once-in-a-lifetime memory that they get to keep forever. No, and, I'm, and I think this is a good segue into the next question. But also, my brother-in-law, who's like, the he's he's a child at heart like he literally him and, and uh my sister and my nieces and nephew moved their whole life from washington to be in florida and just have that like disney experience and he was just geeking out the whole time when he was at the star wars house it was like watching a kid in a candy shop just like oh my gosh like this is super cool so i think that that next you know topic of experience and and creating those memories is super key um and now I want to dive into something I'm very passionate about. I think this is something that you'll just explain very well, but uh, destination era mindset. And um, I created this kind of like idea of, you know, destination era. Like we create, we are people that are wired to create experiences that are anticipated and shared. Um, and so I think Loma Homes as a whole is like the definition of that for the vacation rental um, you know, just side of things because you guys have taken that idea, that mindset of attention to detail, which is hundred percent what you said, right? Like if you don't have an attention to detail, you're not going to do well in that space because it's all about creating that experience. And so 
I know I'm getting a little excited here, but uh, so how's this type of mindset? Um, do you feel like this plays into the significant role of success in the industry um, versus like, again, we go back to your basic house that people just rent out, throw on Airbnb and VRBO or whatever um, versus like this whole type of guest experience, storytelling and uh, unique, um, I guess, memory creation. Yeah. I mean, our whole business plan and model is based around creating experiences. In fact, our slogan is don't stay experience. Mm. So um, we are all about creating a all-inclusive memory building experience that guests will get to take with them. So of course it's the design of the house, but we also shoot for really quick, great customer service and responses. Like uh, we do a lot of interactive things on our Instagram and social media, like across the board from start to finish, we want all of our guests to feel like they are well taken care of and having a luxurious, fun experience whenever they encounter Loma Homes. Mm-hmm. So um, we do have, of course, these extreme vacation rentals, which our goal is to make surprises around every corner. When you turn a light switch on, it ends up turning on sound or black lights instead of what you thought would be a normal light. Yeah. Or you press a button and all of a sudden you've got fog coming out of like your bed or whatever it is. Like our goal is to surprise and just wow our guests. So that way um, it's just a awesome, fun experience that they may go to the theme parks during the day, but they come home and it just it continues their adventure. They can tag yeah. in a couple more days and they don't even have to leave the house. Uh, they can create those memories in our homes and we try to think through like through their eyes when we're building it, what things would they love or what things would their children uh, want to play with over and over. Um, so of course that's built into our model, but also in our other homes that are more normal, like our beach house, it's still everything we build is renovated. It's nice. And it's an ultimate experience. Like we have gift baskets for anybody, for everybody who stays and they've got like local gifts. Or if you're at Harry Potter, you get plastic wands. If you're at Star Wars, you get coloring books that are Star Wars characters. Mm-hmm. Everything is supposed to be customized and high-end regardless of what city and what market it is. It's just specialized for that market. And that's our business plan A, to create that guest experience. But B, the whole reason that started was because when we were looking into markets, we noticed if you um, look at the top performing properties in whatever market it is, they have something that stands out and they provide an experience, not just a house to stay in. I could have said it better myself. So. Now, kind of getting to the final, I think, wrap up of the episode with COVID-19 and everything affecting, you know, Disney World shut down for a little bit. Um, I've heard that they've opened up. Um, have you guys, how have you guys managed during these times, you know, with these such unique experiences um, that these properties offer? I, I'm curious to, to hear about the overall just like last few months of what's been going on. Obviously, you guys have been busy, which is good. You're getting things up and running. But I'm just curious to, to hear, you know, obviously the, the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, to be honest, it was rough. <laughs> like, uh, of course, it's unplanned. No one has control over COVID-19, but yeah. it still sucks nonetheless. Yeah. Um, and so for us, it was a bummer because we had just um, 12 parsecs opened in November. So about seven months ago from now. And we had just ramped up the first few months for getting the marketing, getting our initial reviews, everything under our belt. And we finally ramped up where in April, we had like doubled our revenue from what we were before. We were finally getting really, like really profitable. We had our calendar booked out. Like we were super excited because we had like been working for this pinnacle to like take off. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden Corona hit and it tanked. We're hard to get to this point. And now we're basically having to start back over at almost ground zero and 
fill our calendar back up. There's no way to go back and get all the lost bookings because obviously the days are gone. Yeah. So um, it's a bummer, but I still have hope. Like we'll be able to rebound. It'll be okay. And I think um, we'll just put, have to put more marketing and time back into it, but it, it was a little rough. Um, with, with that being said, you know, with the cancellations and stuff, um, I know you guys take direct bookings on your site. Um, is that something you guys are going to focus more on with the current future of running Loma homes? Just because I know, um, a lot of people, especially us, like we have a, we have a luxury castle property and a lot of guests were booked through like Airbnb. And, um, obviously with the decision that they were going to offer full refund, it, I think hit a lot of people in, in different ways. And so I'm just kind of curious what, what's your guys' thoughts and I guess, um, strategies moving forward on like more direct bookings yeah even pre uh corona it was a priority to get direct bookings because with direct bookings you have less fees you have like direct contact with um of course your guests and everything it just adds value to your business of your house as well yeah. as just cuts down on your costs yeah. so it already was a priority it does make it another level of like motivation to do that since now you don't have someone else controlling you in a situation like COVID. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, we will still always be on all of the platforms yeah. because we want to be out there for anybody to find. Um, and the hard thing with Florida is that Florida literally had legal action that you could not rent. Mm -hmm. So even during the time that Corona was um, there, but you were allowed to rent your vacation rentals, it was okay because we just lowered our rates and you had a lot of local people. If they're being quarantined, why not be quarantined in a cool house? Like yeah. their family vacation plans may have been done, but they can come to our house and have an experience where they're still isolated. Um, so the bummer is that had there not been legal action, we could have still stayed afloat. We would have of course gotten a hit and it would have been less income, but uh, it just straight up got outlawed for months, which cost us a ton of money. Um, so I think unless there's extreme circumstances, the nice thing is that having a unique property provides a little bit more buffer and opportunity even during the hard times. Correct. Um, so now is the legal action stuff on the state lifted or is it slowly being phased in? Um, I've heard a lot of people like um, Nancy from Flarbo and a few other uh, people on that like side of the country. Um, is that something that is now uh, allowed to happen again? Uh, yeah, so it's opened up. There are some regulations, especially around your cleaning and whatnot, which is understandable, uh, but it's open in both Destin and Orlando. So both of our properties are allowed to be booked and it, we're starting to ramp up again, which has been awesome. Good. Awesome. Well, I guess the last thing to do is any final thoughts, shout outs, or um, just overall like last words you'd like to say to the audience of Slick Talk? I think the biggest like takeaway that I've learned is that you can't be intimidated by doing something like it's all one step at a time. I never had this dream or goal or went to school or anything to design vacation rentals or um, be where we're at today. It's just, you just got to take one step, start with like doing the research on what city you want to get. And then once you figure out the city, you narrow it down. So that's the biggest thing. If you want to get into it, just start moving and taking action. I love it. Start executing those ideas. Well, um, Randy, I'm super excited to have had you on the show. Uh, for all the listeners out there, of course, I will be tagging and listing every single way you can find more about Loma Homes, their website, their Facebook, their Instagram. Um, I'll even throw Brindy's, uh, what do you guys call it, our flipping family? 
Yeah, so my husband and my Instagram is our flipping family. And then at Loma Homes is our business Loma Homes Instagram. We'd love to have you follow both. You can kind of see what we do across both platforms and a lot of behind the scenes, of course, too. Yeah, it's really cool. Super exciting. I love the pictures of, you know, Wizards Way and 12 Par 6 and all these other cool things that you guys are doing. So everybody that's listening, go ahead, check them out. And then, of course, we will find more uh, coming out on the show next week. Thank you, guys. And talk to you soon. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for listening. We love your support and want to provide the best we can to all our listeners. So please find us online, social media, and on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast. What's up, everybody? If you've gotten this far into the episode of Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast, then you are amazing. And thank you so much for tuning in. We want to send you two places really quickly. If you can, check out the show notes and click the hospitality.fm link. Check out all of our other shows on the podcast network. And don't forget, if you have someone that you want to hear on the podcast, then fill out the guest fill out form so that way we can get them on the show. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy another episode of Slick Talk, the Hospitality Podcast.